0: Hello listeners, you are welcome to another instructive episode of Kinetic Therapy, your favorite podcast on health and fitness. In the previous episode, I talked about corporate fitness and the cogent reasons why organizations should make it an important part of their workplace culture. The content of that episode has not gone unnoticed. Well, I got this fantastic voice message from one of my listeners as feedback. Take a listen. Oh, this really was a fantastic podcast on corporate fitness. And I must say I was very intrigued by your material and you really have gotten yourself a new subscriber. And I believe we really can't overemphasize the many benefits of having a workplace fitness culture. It's missing in many organizations today and this is really good information to help drive that corporate fitness mindset in the minds of employers and employees alike. Great job. A very big thanks to you, Charles, for that precise and concise voice message. I do hope that your company will sign up for one of our corporate fitness programs soon. You too can weigh in with your comments, questions, or suggestions by recording a voice message not longer than 60 seconds, and I'll get to air them in subsequent episodes. In this episode, I will be taking you back to the basics. Yeah, back to the basics as far as physical activity and physical exercise are concerned, the officially recommended amounts for adults, and practical tips on how to make them an integral part of your lifestyle. So what is physical activity to start with? Is physical activity the same as physical exercise? When you listen to professionals speak on health and fitness or you read articles along that line, no doubt you frequently come across these terms. Sometimes it will seem that they are being used interchangeably as though physical activity is the same as physical exercise and vice versa. Well. Physical activity and physical exercise are not the same. Physical activity is any bodily movement produced by contraction of skeletal muscles, which makes you burn or expend a substantial amount of energy than you normally would if you were in a state of rest. You see, the body expends energy even in a sedentary state. Why? Because bodily functions such as Digestion, respiration, heartbeat and blood circulation, metabolism uh, all require a level of energy to execute. So physical activity makes you burn more calories than you normally would if you were in a state of rest. Let me further break it down to raw specifics. Uh, You brush your teeth, you have a bath, you clean and tidy up your apartment or a section of it, you prepare breakfast lunch or dinner, you dash to the neighborhood store to buy groceries, you take the stairs to your apartment on the last floor of a two-story building. These are typical examples of physical activity. Remember that these activities of daily living require bodily movement to execute. And for bodily movement to occur, there must be contraction of skeletal muscles. It is the contraction of skeletal muscles that results in a significant increase in caloric or energy expenditure. A primary feature of physical activity is that it is usually not planned or done with a specific goal of improving physical performance. Because most times we perform physical activity without being aware, for instance, while exerting yourself in the kitchen preparing dinner or walking to the bus stop to catch uh, a bus to work in the morning, you hardly think of the physical exertion. Rather, what you think of in that moment is how to accomplish the task at hand. In addition to activities of daily living, there are also fun activities. We perform such activities because we enjoy them basically. Example of fun activities are cycling, swimming, playing soccer, tennis, basketball, and so on. Now to physical exercise. What is physical exercise? Physical exercise is planned, structured, repetitive bodily movement performed with the goal of improving or maintaining one or more components of physical fitness. Although physical exercise is a subcategory of physical activity, because performing physical exercise requires bodily movement and contraction of skeletal muscles as well. However, physical exercise differs from physical activity because physical exercise is intentional, it is planned, it is structured, and above all, it is purposeful purposeful in the sense that it is performed with a specific goal or set of goals in mind. For example, I could be walking out on a treadmill three times in a week with the goal of improving my cardiorespiratory fitness or I could be lifting weight three times in a week with the purpose of improving or maintaining muscular strength and endurance in my body. Now you've been able to see the difference between physical activity and physical exercise. Physical activity is any bodily movement produced by contraction of skeletal muscles, which results in a substantial amount of energy expenditure in the body. And it is usually not planned, not structured, and done with the purpose of you know, improving physical performance. And because most times we perform it unawares, But not so with physical exercise, because physical exercise is planned, it is structured, it is repetitive, and it is performed with a specific goal in mind. Scientifically and empirically, adequate levels of physical activity and physical exercise have been proven to be an effective and inexpensive non-pharmacological therapy which contributes significantly to 1. Preventing and treating many disabling medical conditions such as hypertension, diabetes, heart disease, obesity, high blood cholesterol, and what have you. 2. Lowering the risk of premature cardiovascular disease mortality. Now, just so you know, cardiovascular disease is the number one cause of death globally. Every year, over 17 million people lose their lives to cardiovascular disease and three adequate levels of physical activity and physical exercise also helps to improve the quality of life functional capacity and mental health fantastic now this list of benefits is not exhaustive in view of the foregoing it is time for everyone to start paying close attention to this aspect of our health and well-being Which brings us to the question, what is the recommended amount of physical activity and physical exercise for adults? The following are key recommendations and guidelines on physical activity released by the United States Department of Health and Human Services. 1. Adults are advised to move more and sit less throughout the day. Why? Because some activity is better than none even if it's just for a few minutes adults who sit less and do any amount of moderate to vigorous physical activity gain some health benefits Two. adults who want to maintain their health should do at least 150 minutes to 300 minutes a week of moderate intensity aerobic physical activity or 75 minutes to 150 minutes a week of vigorous intensity aerobic activity or an equivalent combination of both moderate and vigorous intensity aerobic activity. Preferably, aerobic activity should be spread throughout the week. 3. Additional health benefits are gained by engaging in physical activity beyond the equivalent of 300 minutes of moderate-intensity physical activity. 4. Adults should also do muscle-strengthening activities of moderate or greater intensity that involve all major muscle groups on two or more days a week, as these activities provide additional health benefits. What practical steps can you take to make physical activity and physical exercise part of your lifestyle right now? First and foremost, in order to meet the minimum requirement of 150 minutes of moderate intensity aerobic activity per week, the average person needs to walk 7000 steps per day. To that end, you can download Pedometer or a step counter app to help you keep track of your daily step goal therefore Setting a daily step goal and striving to meet it Might pretty much be uh, the first action needed to get physically active for quite a number of folks out there second Choose an activity that you love doing and commit to a regular routine thereof For example, swimming or playing soccer twice in a week. Three, set movement or exercise alarms on your smartphones that remind you to get up and move or exercise. Four, if you plan to work out early in the morning, make sure to get your exercise kits ready the previous night and put them where you can easily see them as this will help you get ready psychologically for your workout. Lastly, procrastination, they say, is a thief of time. Therefore, do not dither in your resolve to become uh, physically active on a regular basis. Truth is, there isn't a perfect time to get started in matters like this. The time is now. In subsequent episodes i will be discussing social support strategies that you can employ to make sure that you get the adequate amount of physical activity and physical exercise with a view to improving or maintaining your health